the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Ready? It's time for Milberger's Gardening, South Texas. Two hours of gardening facts and fun with Dr. Jerry Parsons and Dr. Calvin Finch. To be a part of the show, call 308-8867. That's 308-8867. Or toll free at 866-308-8867. And now, live from Milberger's Landscape and Nursery at 1604 and Bolverde Road, here's your host, Milton Blake. Well, good afternoon and welcome to Milberger's Gardening South Texas on 9.30 a.m. The Answer. Milton Glick along with Dr. Jerry Parsons, Dr. Calvin Finch. Everybody here and everybody? Yeah, okay? yeah. You got it? All righty. Well, welcome to the show. We encourage you to give us a call at 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. Or since it's such a beautiful day here at Milberger's. Very comfortable. Yeah, it is. We encourage you to come on. You guys by. nuts. <laughs> Is that wishful thinking or what? It's just all the the power of positive thinking. And it's nice and nice and pleasant here on the porch. Uh, for I guess for August after seventeen days of a hundred degrees in Yeah, all. see it's all how you look at it. See there? Uh, actually it's not very bad. It's uh Uh oh. What? What you looking at? The you fan? You got the fan on. Oh, let me try that. Hey, let me turn that on. Yeah, there we go. That's there we go. Now we got we got all our equipment in we're in play now. So, since it's such a nice day, two out of three people here on the porch say it's a nice day. Come on out and uh, <laughs> ask your gardening question in person, or just uh, when you come over to Millburgers, just uh, give us a wave and say hello. All right, our phone number again: two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven two one zero three zero eight. 8867. Lots of stuff. Trace will come out on the porch in a little while and tell us the new stuff that's coming in this week. But uh, lots of tomatoes. You can tell not as many as yesterday. But uh, still lots of tomatoes here. And, a lot uh, of big ones in gallon containers. Yeah. I know uh, that y'all are excited about that because of the time of year. It's kind of right. easier to... Well, it, it, they, catch, you can, they catch up for a little lost time, you know. Oh, okay. People don't want to... Like I said, it's been 100 degrees, so some people are not uh, not in- inspired to plant in in July. Yeah, and uh, kick up trace. And, and these these tomatoes were planted into in uh, in in late July, late July. These ones in the gallons. So basically, you're making up for lost time. And if you look. You see, you don't see many blooms on those tomato plants in gallons. Right. And that's that's a good thing because they need to go vegetatively um, after you put them in the garden for a while before they start uh, their reproductive cycle. Even even though Trace would like them to have uh, fruit on them, so people would buy the ones with fruit on them. Well, they buy the citrus with fruit on them. That's true. Yeah. Of course, that's a little different. Than, than, well, there's not a lot of fruit. Yeah. The uh, 
Well, the one uh, person I was talking to, I was trying to answer a question today, and he was talking about the uh, crazy lemons and limes that Mm -hmm. he had. You know, they kept freezing back, but they just kept kept coming back gangbusters and (laughs) having fruit. I mean, they were just unmanageable, you know. Yeah, they're wonderful. They had fruit after they came back. The lemon, for sure. the, the lime he was talking about mostly having putting on gangbuster foliage uh-huh. to catch up. So, yeah, le- the Meyer lemon is notorious. Yeah, that that thing is impressive. It, yeah, I've been impressed with it for the last few years. Yeah. Now the lemons, I got a I got a few a few limes on each of my new uh, plants, but they are uh, putting on a lot more height and foliage than my old ones did. I can't quite figure that that out. Uh, I'm kind of like him. I, you know, they kind of drive you crazy. But the, <laughs> but the lemons are just as predictive. They're um, maintaining their size, putting on a lot of fruit. Yeah, cl- and you're fertilizing them regularly. Yeah. Not as regular keep, as keep mine, not as often as you'd like, but <laughs> regularly. Yeah, I mean, the foliage is staying nice and yeah, dark green. Yeah. That's the important thing. Yeah. The fr- it looks like the fruit wants to start uh, ripening on the Myra lemons. Yeah. So uh, how big are they? Big as the... T- tennis, tennis balls. Tennis ball, yeah. Yeah. See, starting to That's see... That's about the right size. Start to see some uh, yellowing on them. Yeah. Uh, got, uh, satsumas are just green as a gourd, you know. They're yeah, not, not yeah. much size, though, yet either, too. Yeah, they don't, they don't really... Uh, Ripen up until the end of October. Now, grapefruit, I don't know what we're going to do with all those grapefruit. I got two plants, and they're just hmm. loaded with uh, and, uh, grapefruit. That's after you've thinned them, right? That's yeah. right. Yeah, right. <laughs> after. <laughs> hey, You're supposed they, to thin. Uh, you're an old peach grower. You know about thinning fruit, Calvin. Well, you know. Did he just call you, you, you used to you th- you thin... You thin so that you that you can get maximum size and maximum production. Uh-huh, uh-huh. So if you don't thin, and you get more production. And <laughs> actually, they do a pretty good job of thinning themselves. Oh, do they really? The, they, the citrus does. Yeah, kind of kind of makes an assessment. It seems like whether it's getting enough nutrients and water and. Uh, He's, try, he's trying to rationalize the fact that he hadn't been. Oh, okay. But when I, when I come in here with two, bushel, two, bu- two, two bushels of uh, big bloom sweet grapefruits. Yeah. And we'll, You're okay we'll with see you? why, yeah, why, uh, why, pr- why thin any more than that. <laughs> cool. When do, when do they ripen? October. Oh, wow. So very soon. Uh, are they uh, in containers or no? The blue, the blue, the grapefruits are in a gr- in the ground. Oh, okay. Raised beds. So it's a tree. I mean, it's a big yeah, tree. Yeah, yeah. And uh, some of the satsumas are in containers, but some are in the ground. Yeah. Uh, lemons and limes are in containers. Trace, did you hear me talking about uh, they they visited with the new citrus producers and. Uh, they think they're going to have uh, orange frost and and bumper too. That's good on the on the bumper. market and this is Beck now, right? yeah, Beck. 
in in a couple of years rather than five years or whatever they're talking about earlier. Well, they originally said 18 months. So oh, what, did they? what are they saying now? Well, that that's what they're saying. Okay. Now. Well, Trace, what's going on? I know you... Well, things, are, things are buzzing here. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's a nice cloudy day, but we're full of all kinds of stuff. Uh, cold weather vegetables in, in quantity, so broccoli, mm-hmm. cabbage, cauliflower, uh, collards, Brussels sprouts. <laughs> so we're good there. We got uh, beans still and uh, some squash, cucumber type stuff. And, and you can grow Brussels sprouts in a container, right? Because I may get some. That's what I understand. All right. My wife likes They'll grow sprouts. everywhere. <laughs> I think you should. But you're not going to have any Brussels sprouts. Now, how big is what? The, how big is the container? Well, I don't know. Um, they're, they're, they, <laughs> I've, I've grown um, grown tomatoes in it. Have you? Yeah. Five yeah. gallon, maybe. Yeah, yeah, it's a big kind of, about that round. That's like Wait a, a minute. 25 gallon. Really? <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, if it's 25 gallon, that should do fine. So it's bigger than those, the tomatoes in. Those are, uh, oh, gosh, yeah, it's kind of. Yeah, I'm trying to find one. It's not quite they, a whiskey barrel. They get hit. They get top heavy. The Brussels. Oh, do they? Yeah. Well, you hope they do. But I guess not oh. any worse than tomatoes. Hey, Trace. Okay. Uh, it's a long time since I've seen. Uh, am I looking over there at the uh, dwarf ruelia? That's the white flowers on it. Yes, you are. Oh, that's cool. I haven't seen that in a while. Have you, Jerry? The white one. The white, the white one? Yeah. And they're on special right now for yeah, 388. Yeah. And this is the last weekend of it. So today and tomorrow, uh, it's oh. idea to, if you're interested in any of that 388 and, perennial stuff. Yeah. Not only the the white ones, which are kind of striking and uh, on, you, on you show, uh, we used to, there used to be um, more of them. Um, but then the, the blue, that kind of blue lavender and the pink. And that's a pretty. That's a really versatile plant. Yeah, Jerry yeah. and I recommend it a lot. Shade and sun. Yeah, uh, deer escape plant. Deer will eat it in the drought, but they don't seem to like it. Um, but uh, it's an excellent ground cover too. Yeah, the white kind of came out of favor. It, I haven't seen it for yeah. in a year or so. But these, look at well, those, are loaded. Customers still ask for it in quantity. Oh, do they? But uh, a lot of the growing operations uh, didn't do much of it this year. No, it didn't. But uh, that came out of Florida originally. The pink came out of San Antonio. Oh, wow. But the the uh, the white came out of Florida, I think. So, okay, so you mentioned those. And um, well, speaking of white, the little white flower up in front of us on the porch what is that? Are you way out there? Yeah, way out there. Almost. That, that was our plant of the weekend uh, a couple of weeks ago. Uh-oh. That was at uh, Primrose. Primrose, oh, yeah. Oh, cool. Okay. Oops. I didn't remember. All right, so what else? Well, we're, uh, er, it's fixing to cool off, so the herb selection is going to start getting better. So okay. hopefully you know, midweek or so this week we'll have a better selection of herbs than we've had in the last three to four months now yesterday when we were talking about the hot weather perennials jerry went through all the wonderful performance of uh esperanza and theralis and and he said and poinciana he said and they've started to decline bloom but you certainly wouldn't know it by looking at that plant nope that's beautiful yeah that's got uh that looks like it's just started it's 
so a couple months bloom there at least. But there, the good news on those are too that they're they're going to come back year after year. Points, you know, glow in the dark orange. Mm-hmm. Very spectacular. But it's another. We sometimes underestimate the attraction to butterflies. On, on oh, a, wow. Uh, I didn't know that. They huh? love it, yeah. Okay. Huh. All right. 210-308-8867. What else, Trace? Oh, I guess we've got time to do the plant of the weekend. Let's weekend. do the plant of the weekend. 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 Okay. All right. So this one is a, it's called Burgundy Ice Dickia. All right. So to me, it looks kind of like a type of aloe vera uh, with a certain yucca appeal. And it's got a burgundy glow to the uh, to the foliage. It's got a kind of a mysterious look. I always kind of keep my eye on it over there. It looks like it might be might feed on uh, human beings or something. It, it, it is definitely <laughs> cool looking. Um, it uh, it's hardy from I think nine to thirteen. So I'd grow it as a container plant here just in case. Although most years it'll probably be fine. And uh, it can reach. Two foot tall and up to two foot wide, and it sends up these little babies on the side. So, even if you got a big pot or a, a whiskey barrel sized planter that you can move in and out, it will eventually f- fill the whole thing up with pups. Right. Did, we, did we determine that it was uh, Hang on, John. deer proof? Uh, we didn't. Uh, we, just, think. we suspected because I was thinking how how good it would look on the, the side of the steps, and and uh, you know. No, don't say anything on the tag for it. Yeah. Well, that would be... That's a, I doubt a deer would eat that thing. <laughs> I mean, you know... It might eat deer. Well, it's got <laughs> thorns. Here, and here's it. something I didn't know, and I didn't see it on the Internet when I was researching it. It has orange flowers in the summer. Huh. Oh, cool. So orange and... Orange so and... A little bit of UT and a little bit of A&M going on. Oh, there. it's a... All right, so... Yeah, I was wondering. You said that color was what? Huh? What? That color of that thing is what? It has a bloom that's orange. No, the co- color of the foliage. Burgundy. Burgundy? You mean maroon? Maroonish. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine an Aggie saying burgundy? <laughs> I know. <Aggie>. No. <laughs> he, he just couldn't get it out. I, I, that's why I was just happened to get it out. All right, it's so it's twenty four, twenty four ninety nine. They're in uh, ten inch pots, and the pots are really full already. Yeah, of a, a couple of big ones and some. Big and we ones. Ma- we mentioned how how uh, consistent it would be with the Mexican courtyard kind of look. Oh yeah, oh yeah, great in, 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 yeah, in, those, in those containers, in which Milberger's has a huge selection of. Decorated containers that fit yeah, the mixing court there. I think we got carry more pots than than uh, well certainly than the average nursery does. Oh gosh, so, yeah. Uh, in fact, two to three times the amount of pots that most. And they're carry. they're high quality. Yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, I, n- I remember when I, uh, that that architect from uh, uh, from uh, South Africa that's our that's our friend came and visited it and she was just going to make a quick pickup of a container for property she had and uh, took her forever because there was the selection was so uh, so hard to make there were so many excellent ones i thought she was going to have to buy a new property here just so she could fit in the <laughs> containers where where are the containers across the parking lot 99 percent of them are across the parking lot but there's a few inside and uh, specialty ones are in the greenhouses so oh like okay, for orchids okay. Or, 
African violets would keep it in there. Are you making that person wait, Milton? No, no, no. We're okay. We need so we're going to take a quick break and then we're going to oh. come back and talk to James right after this. John, that was my fault. I didn't see you were on there because my internet's not working right. So, uh, John, you can give us a call back. We'll get you on and answer your figure question. Two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven is our number. Two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. More of Milberger's Gardening South Texas coming up on nine thirty a.m. The answer. Milton Glick from Milberger's Landscape Nursery at 1604 and Boulevardy Road. All righty, I got to tell you about a great sale happening at Milberger's right now. You're going to want to get over there literally right this second to take advantage of this. Perennials are on sale in the one gallon container, just $3.88. They're regularly $6.99, and they're all your favorites with fresh shipments arriving daily of things like coneflower, lantana, pentas, salvia, and much, much more. You can get your favorite perennial in a one-gallon container on sale for just $3.88 right now over at Millburgers. Millburgers now has tomatoes on sale. All your favorite fall tomatoes and the ones recommended for this area are at Millburgers right now in the four-and-a-half-inch pot or the gallon sizes. Plus, you'll save on, well, Theralis, Duranta, Mexican Bird of Paradise, and even Gold Star Esperanza in a ready-to- display pot regularly $24.99 now just $14.88 at Millburgers. If you lease office retail or warehouse space for your business the last thing you want to do is overpay the landlord but it happens every day. Hi I'm Scott McMurray and president of Bottom Line Realty Advisors. We work with business people who want an effective strategy for their next real estate decision. Whether leasing or buying, it affects your bottom line. Your landlord has representation, and you should too. Even if you're a good tenant with no plans to move at all, you're the most vulnerable to getting a really bad deal. We only represent our clients, never landlords, so we have no conflict of interest. We stay on your side. Call me, Scott McMurrian, at 210-535-7800, and we'll negotiate from a position of strength. BottomlineRealtyAdvisors.com Bottomline Realty Advisors We get the landlord off your bottom line This is Mark Sadaski for Mark Sadaski Jewelers. I want to talk to you about family, cherished memories, and history. Look in your dresser drawer and you'll find a ring that was grandma's, a stick pin that was grandpa's, a necklace that was mother's. These are cherished pieces that bring back memories and love. The problem is they don't fit into your wardrobe and lifestyle. That's where we come in. At Mark Sadowski Jewelers, we can use the gems from your family's history and transform them into a piece of jewelry that does fit your wardrobe and lifestyle. You can then enjoy telling your friends and family that this ring has mother's diamond, grandpa's ruby, but it was made for me. Mark Sadowski Jewelers takes pride in redesigning your family treasures and memories into something that's made for you. And the best part is you contribute the ideas that will make it yours. Mark Sadowski Jewelers, a family tradition since 1933. That's 85. Years. Call us at 210 377 1818. That's 210 377 1818. 
Hi, it's Milton Glick from Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 and Boulevardy Road. All righty, i got to tell you about a great sale happening at Millburgers right now. You're going to want to get over there literally right this second to take advantage of this. Perennials are on sale in the one-gallon container, just $3.88. They're regularly $6.99, and they're all your favorites with fresh shipments arriving daily of things like coneflower, lantana, pentas, salvia, and much, much more. You can get your favorite perennial in the one-gallon container on sale for just $3.88. 388 right now over at Millburgers. Millburgers now has tomatoes on sale. All your favorite fall tomatoes and the ones recommended for this area are at Millburgers right now in the four and a half inch pot or the gallon sizes. Plus, you'll save on Theralis, Duranta, Mexican Bird of Paradise, and even Gold Star Esperanza in a ready to display pot regularly $24.99. Now, just $14.88 at Millburgers Landscape Nursery, 1604 and Bull Road. And welcome back to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. Let's get to James on the line at 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. Hi, James. Welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. How are you doing today? Hot and dusty, man. Okay. Is that better than last week? I'm trying to remember. No, he had gone in the house and turned on the air conditioner. Oh, okay. I'm, so- I'm headed that way, Jerry. I'm just I'm off. <laughs> headed that way, buddy. Um, well, what's going on? Got the whole gang together. Um, I need uh, you guys to recommend me a mix for the uh, 15 and the 30 gallon uh, agaves, blues and greens. Has New Earth got it, or quality, or somebody got a mix, or do you have to mix it myself? I think both of them have a have a cactus mix. Is that what you is that what you're looking for? Some a cactus mix? Succulent, agave. Yeah, that's a, that's a cactus mix. I think they sell all they all sell a and I think cactus I mix. I don't think they're too fussy. No, agave. no, no, can, no, no. They're pretty tolerant. Just need it well drained. Yeah. Well, if you had to mix it up from stuff in the, at the nursery, what would you? How would you mix a, a mix like that? You might want you want you want to get the drainage here he's talking about, and keep the cost down. Yeah, the cactus mixes, if I remember right, the cactus mix is more expensive. But uh, so you might mix half and half regular potting mix and half the cactus mix or something. I don't. I don't think it makes a big difference to the plant. I think the cactus mix has a lot of sand in it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. You're probably right. Yeah. So that's a definite maybe. Then. Okay. <laughs> Does that help you? I guess well, so. I'll yeah. call those guys and see if they got a cactus mix. I thought we yeah. we needed a different mix for succulents. Yeah, and that no? and the fact that the sand's in there, uh, you don't have that the the Organic material decomposition and you don't the, the compaction is not as yeah. an issue, so that's probably okay. that maybe is worth worth a few cents difference. Well, the thing is, I got to move these thirties uh, myself on the truck, and I'd rather <laughs> do something without sand. Is that possible? Yeah. No. Yeah, yeah. Uh, maybe you could use perlite. Okay, you got a recommendation formula for me, or uh, maybe. Nope. No. Okay. <laughs> uh, 
I, right. I guess we ought to, ought to call Claude King on that. Right? Oh, yeah. Townsend. <laughs> <laughs> He's up on Wolverton Mountain. Uh, yeah, think. yeah. James, James, have you used uh, half and half? Have you sort of compost? Of course, I'm, I'm big on that half and half. Yeah. I use, uh, use the... The, the clay, what is the material that we use that you Cassa, do? I mean, uh, the clay? Yeah, uh, you, were, you, you and James were talking about it. Just not perlite. Perlite and then half of the regular uh, mix. Mix. Yeah, that would be a lighter mix that would drain well. Yeah, and not may not hurt your back as much as the others will. Oh, You're man, right, that sand, sand makes it really heavy. All right, James. Oh, we used to come along to get them big ones up on the truck, man. There's no lifting in, involved. Uh, okay, well, uh, have a good, good. day. Thanks. Right. Thanks. Good luck, James. Be careful. 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. We'll talk to Carol in just a moment, but I want to take a second to talk to you about Spider-Man Pest Control. If it's bugging you, running around your house, and you don't want it there, well, Spider-Man can help you get rid of it, especially if it's roaches or spiders, lots of ant calls. He's getting lots of ant calls, lots of flea calls, lots of uh, uh, tick calls in the yard, and uh, <laughs> lots of mice and rat calls, too. So, Ooh. Yeah. And uh, so if those are bugging you right now, you're not alone. Spider-Man can help you out. Spider-Man Termite and Pest Control. Go to the website, GoSpiderManPest.com, where you'll learn all about what they do, and you'll learn about the Into Care mosquito trapping system that we've got right here on the porch with us here at Millburgers. That's GoSpiderManPest.com. Your web of protection since 1976. 210-656-3721. 210-656-3721 for Spider-Man. All right, Carol's on the line at 210-308-8867. Hi there, Carol. What kind of question you got? Uh, about my Bougainvillea. Uh, Bougainvillea. Okay. No, it's Bougainvillea. It's a uh, French <laughs> word. It's not Spanish. Oh, okay. Look it up. Oh, wow. It's Bougainville. Well, anyway, after, after, after it's been here for a while, we make it Spanish. Okay. <laughs> or we make anyway, it uh, it's Tennessee. And, yeah. It has a big cluster flower on it that's white petals. It's not the leaves that are turned red. This is an actual bloom on it. Okay. And I've had this for years and years. I don't know. I don't know where this came from. It's really pretty. Okay. Okay. It's, it, it's got a bougainvillea bloom, but the, the bloom is white. Is that right? Yes. But she said it's, it wasn't the leaves. It's usually the leaves that turn red. Yeah. Okay. Well, this is an actual bloom with lots of petals. Oh. 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 Okay. And I it's see. It's white. It's gorgeous. What do you think? I don't know. I've never seen that. No. I've never heard of that. Does it still well, have the... Are the leaves still blooming? Yeah, there's one. Are the leaves still on colored? It. Yeah, there's yeah. one. But uh, this is the only white one showing right now. And, of course... But, but what Benson's asking, do you still have the bracts... Thank you. Uh, That's what I meant. Along, ...alongside the... the 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 yeah. regular bougainvillea color. Uh, do you still have that? I've got one. one and then, and this and, leads. And, uh, the, the, this is at the, below the uh, the bloom, right? Oh, it's not on that stem. It's on another one. Okay. Huh. It's do we gorgeous. have any? I just don't know what to think about it. 
Do we have any go-to Bougainvillea experts? Well, <laughs> I was thinking of those there. Most of them have gone to someplace. Uh, oh. who, who, is there, who used to be our, oh, we had uh, Warren and uh, Phil. Yeah, yeah, Phil Hovey. Yeah, we, Warren, uh, we could always just, they, they would know. And, but I, I've never heard of that either. Uh, maybe somebody in our audience. You can't, can you take a picture of it? Yeah, I could. Okay. Um, you can email it to me real quick and uh, just. Well, my picture taker's asleep right now. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you can email. Could you email it to Jerry later? Okay, I will. Do you take Bougainvillea pictures? Uh, I'm still not going to know what it was. Oh, <laughs> I, thought, it is. I thought maybe you could recognize no, it. No, no. What's. Okay. Who would I send it to? Well, you, you, you can send it I to me. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I sent it to Jerry Parsons at plantanswers.com. I bet you Forrest knows. It probably does. Uh huh. See? Or we'll find out um, on the internet. Somebody somebody in our audience will be listening and figure figure out and make make it make it easier if you if we do have that picture too. If they they get say, what if it's this? And then they can look at that. I'm wanting to think that it's the true bloom of Bougainvillea. It could be. That's what I was thinking. The, I, mean, I mean, you know, is there, is what, there, what we see, the, uh, the color the, the color on a Bougainvillea is actually bracts, but the, right. not petals. But the blooms are in there. Yeah, this is, yeah, this is not. I have a Surrounded by the bracts. That's true. How big is the bloom? leaves on it, but this is the only bloom on it. How, did she say how big the bloom was? Okay, because when you, about you do... three and a half inches broad, I think. You know, with a, a number of uh, blooms in a cluster. Could you send Milton a picture? Maybe he'll. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm kidding. You can send me a picture too. I'm, a, I'm eager to see it. Just Milton at klup dot com. That's all he's going to do is look at it. Though. Yeah, I'm not going to. I'll send it to Jerry. Uh, <laughs> Milton at what? Uh, klup.com. Okay. All Kettle, right. lollipop, yeah. umbrella. All right, cool, thanks. Okay, thanks for calling. You take care. All right, 210-308-8867. Marcus is on the line. Hi there, Marcus. Welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. How are you doing today? All right, how are you all doing today? Good, what's going on? Just have a question for Dr. Parsons. Okay. Um, I have my Oscar okra, and it's producing very well so far. Good. And, uh, and the fact it's uh, growing uh, new leaves, uh, yeah. I was wondering, will it continue to produce in the fall? Yes. Uh, how, how tall? Is it tall now, about big now? It's about, about six one or two right now. Oh, my God, a six feet? Yeah. I have one that's about five seven, a small one. And then I have one that's really fantastic. That one's over six foot. Okay. Is it still blooming at the top of the of the plant, or? Yes, it's still blooming at the, at the top. It has the, the yellow flowers. Yeah, right. At the, at the very top of the plant. Correct. Okay. Well, what, what you can do... Um, uh, is cut cut them cut that plant in half. 
or cut some of the plants in half. Even and, with the and, yeah, even with the bloom. Okay. And uh, th- that that way they they start their bloom and and uh, have okra shor- shorter, so you won't have oh. to get tangled up in it trying to get the okra out. Okay, but but it, you said it, it should last into the fall. Yes, it'll it'll last uh, probably till uh, end of October. Okay. And, and then the 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 cool weather, the cool nights, and the cool weather. Uh, I'm being optimistic here. Uh, the cool. It's hard to talk about cool weather when it's 100 degrees, but uh, the cool weather will slow the okra production down. Uh, you'll notice when it when it when the cool weather comes, that the okra will mature. The pods will mature at a smaller, smaller size. Okay. So uh, yeah. you you you'll want to start taking them as smaller okra as the temperature is cool. Okay, because the ones that it has now are, are real large. I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. Real big size. Do you like Do you like them? I mean, are they good to eat to you? Oh, they're great. I, I oh, good, them. good. Okay, I want to. Yeah. Thank you so much. All right. Thanks, Marcus. You're very welcome. You take care. Glad you're having good luck. Hey, that'll free up a line at 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. If you're calling from outside of San Antonio, it's uh, 866-308-8867. If you want to try, uh, we're talking about fall production, what will be producing in the fall, but uh, now is the time to plant uh, beans, um, and uh, from seed and sweet corn and cucumbers and eggplant from transplant, of course, and lima beans and uh, uh, peppers, of course, from plants and and squash from seed. But uh, the main th- main thing I mentioned in there is sweet corn. A lot of people want to try sweet corn in the uh, in the fall. Which is kind of a risky business, but uh, this is the time of the year uh, to plant. Go ahead and plant sweet corn. It'll grow. It'll grow extremely fast because uh, of heat units. And it uh, can you imagine how many heat units yeah. they're getting at 100 degrees a day? You can actually grow it pretty well in nematode ground, even. Oh yeah, yeah, you can <clears throat> because it's because a it's grass, nematode yeah. resistant. <clears throat> and you want to go two or three rows side by side. I had a had a had a friend of mine uh, grow them in a greenhouse and uh, in raised beds in a greenhouse and uh, and he hand pollinated them hmm. and actually got good good filled out corn uh, in the greenhouse by hand pollinating. But the interesting thing was he came down with uh, an allergic reaction. To that, to that, uh, to that corn hmm. and that pollen, and I, n- I never have heard of an allergic reaction to corn, but uh, he sh- he he had had uh, kind of like the hives uh, break out of him. He had it's good am- pollinator. It's amazing in uh, parts of uh, Minnesota and I'm sure other corn states, the whole uh, some kids, whole high school classes. 
work for the seed oh, in yeah. the summer, you know, and doing the, the hand pollinating right. and the whole work. So it's it's quite a what a quite a process. Lloyd's on the line at 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. Hey there, Lloyd. Welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. How are you doing today? Doing fine. Uh, thank you. Uh, I've got a question about the Gold Star Esperanza. Uh, I was listening to a show, garden show, earlier today, and it made a comment that uh, the yellow Esperanza is the Gold Star Esperanza. And I was under the impression that the gold star Esperanza was a selection from the old native yellow Esperanza and was actually an earlier bloomer. And that's a, is that true? Is that's true. the yellow Esperanza the gold star or that's two different animals? No, that's true. Well, what you said is right. Uh, the, the gold star is a seedling selection from the from the old Esperanza that we used to grow. In fact, uh, the the original Gold Star Esperanza was uh, was found at the corner of uh, let's see, is that Military Highway and uh, that that third uh, uh, Highway 90, Highway 90 and uh, no General McMullen, General McMullen and uh, Highway 90. Uh, growing in somebody's yard, uh, Greg Grant found it, and he 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 tells a story that he drove by it uh, every day going to work out at Lone Star Growers, and uh, it bloomed all summer long. It bloomed all summer long, and he thought it was artificial hmm. for the longest period of time. And then he went in there and looked at it, and huh. it was it was Gold Star. Glad he did. And he named it Gold Star. And then, uh, and then they now all of them are vegetatively. Yes, all from, from that original Gold mm-hmm. Star, and and it's so popular. We we we're getting uh, <laughs> we're getting some robes in. In fact, I got a question here. It said uh, uh, talk talks about that. Uh, that the, the gold star, he's got a couple that are getting. Uh, that question. Anyway, anyway, uh, they there are some that uh, turning out not to be uh, gold star. That people are, are they're seedlings of uh, Esperanza, which comes back to the point of the questions we get about: uh, Can I save seed of my Esperanza and my? Pride of Barbados, but uh, the the problem with with both of those is they they won't come true from true from seed. Uh, the the, uh, the uh, Pride of Barbados may come true from seed, but it it takes so long to grow it in the spring. It's almost a two two year. It's almost a two year deal from seed. So. Uh, you're much better off to get get some get plants or when they're on sale in the nursery, such as they are now. Yep, great segue. Yep, and, and yeah, but, but, but no, that's that's just not uh, what you what you said is right. That that's a selection from uh, the old standard uh, Esperanza. Good question. Thanks. Hey, th- 
Is there a way that we could take a that you could take a picture and identify it? It could easily done as far as the bloom arrangement and like that. No, of, 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 uh, in other of, words, if you got a, an Esperanza that's a year old, two years old, can you tell from a, can you tell by looking at it whether it's a gold star or not? Yeah. Uh, if it's if it's not blooming from top to bottom, it's not a gold star. Okay. Right. Hi, is yours blooming? Is yours blooming from top to bottom? Well, yes, but it's it's pretty upright. Uh, you know, I'm not looking at it right now. I've got one that is a gold star, and it seems to be more of a you know spreading. But I just planted it. Right. I bought it on right. sale there. Uh, the other yeah. one that I've had for about five years. It's blooming pretty good, but it didn't start blooming until about a month ago, and uh, and it does look upright more than the ghost star does. Yeah, right. That that that's that's a good way good way to put it. The ghost star is a uh, um, smaller growing plant than the the standard uh, Esperanza. Is. Uh, standard has started to bloom. And the flowers are much smaller, and they're usually up at the yeah. top. Yeah, and it's just started blooming recently. Yeah. Those in oh. my neighbor. Yeah, cool. that, that's okay. not Gold Star. That's that's they they refer to that as Tacoma Stands, which is the, the genus and species of Esperanza. Thanks, Lloyd. Good question. Hey, take you take care. All right, we're going to take a break. While we do, you give us a call at 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. More of Millburgers Gardening, South Texas, coming up live from Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 and Boulevard Road on 930 AM. The Answer. Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 and Bolverde Road. All righty, I got to tell you about a great sale happening at Millburgers right now. You're going to want to get over there literally right this second to take advantage of this. Perennials are on sale in the one gallon container, just $3.88. They're regularly $6.99, and they're all your favorites with fresh shipments arriving daily of things like coneflower, lantana, pentas, salvia, and much, much more. You can get your favorite perennial in the one gallon container on sale for just Three eighty-eight right now over at Millburgers. Millburgers now has tomatoes on sale. All your favorite fall tomatoes and the ones recommended for this area are at Millburgers right now in the four and a half inch pot or the gallon sizes. Plus, you'll save on well, Theralis, Duranta, Mexican Bird of Paradise, and even Gold Star Esperanza in a ready-to-display pot. Regularly twenty-four ninety-nine now. Just fourteen eighty eight at Millburgers Landscape Nursery, sixteen oh four on Bull Verde Road. Are you drowning in IRS tax debt? I owe the IRS $37,000. Get ready for a toll-free hotline. Take advantage of new IRS tax forgiveness programs that may protect you from IRS collection agencies. They have the power to garnish your wages, put liens on your property, and levy your bank account. Civic Tax Relief can help protect you from the IRS. Civic Tax Relief basically represented me against the IRS, and by the time everything was completed, I didn't owe the IRS anything. Find out about the Fresh Start 
program that is now available through Civic Tax Relief. Civic Tax Relief's special tax hotline can help you discover all the relief programs available for free. I would recommend anyone who has a tax problem to contact Civic Tax Relief. Just call 800-324-4522. 800-324-4522. Don't wait. Call now. 800-324-4522. 800-324-4522. The Cal Thomas Commentary is brought to you by Values Through Media. Now here's syndicated columnist Cal Thomas. Democrats and the left have run out of policies, so they're focused solely on harming and possibly impeaching President Trump. After the president's former lawyer, Michael Cohen, pleaded guilty to a number of charges, including serving as a conduit for hush money paid to what we once called two loose women, Senate Minority Leader Chuck Schumer said that Supreme Court nominee Brett Kavanaugh should not be confirmed because he might preside over an impeachment trial of the president. Clearly, Schumer does not know the Constitution. In the case of an impeachment trial, the chief justice, that would be John Roberts, presides, not an associate justice. But I doubt there will be impeachment. Democrats fear the wrath of Trump supporters in states where that support remains strong. Schumer's comments, though, provide more reasons why so many hate Washington and the media. These things do not affect most lives. Jobs, a roaring economy, a record bull market on Wall Street, stopping illegal immigration. These are what people care most about. The media and the left have lost all credibility as evidenced by their declining ratings and newspaper circulation. I'm Cal Thomas. For a free copy of today's commentary, visit calthomas.com or write us at Values Through Media, P.O. Box 373340, Key Largo, Florida, 33037. That's P.O. Box 373340, Key Largo, Florida, 33037. Please specify the date and subject. Your tax-deductible gifts to Values Through Media help support us. Listen again next time for the Cal Thomas Commentary. Are you selling or buying a home? Call Sergio Martinez at Help You Sell and save 30% on the listing of your home. What's the difference between... Between selling a $200,000 home and a $500,000 home. Well, it's $18,000. Do you think your agent does $18,000 more work? Call Sergio Martinez, 210-693-0305, and save thousands while getting the same services. Help you sell. San Antonio's premier low-fee realtor, providing you full service. Welcome back to Millburgers Gardening South Texas on 930 AM. The answer, 210-308-8867. Alan is on the line at 210-308-8867. Hey, Alan, welcome to Millburgers Gardening South Texas. What you know, man? Hi. Uh, nice and warm. Hmm. Well, how can we help you? See, my question is, I have a uh, about a six-foot bottle brush plant that I bought. And it had the pretty red, flowery stuff on each end of each limb when I bought it and planted right. it, and it hadn't had any hadn't had any red blooms or whatever those are since. Right. Like, now, are, are, we, are we talking about this spring you bought it? Uh, about three or four months ago. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Well, it, it had blooms on it when you bought it, right? Right. And then you planted it, and now it's got new growth on it. It's got a little new growth. Yeah, you see some growth. Yeah, but, but no bottle brush. No, no blooms. Or I don't even know if you call those blooms. but Yeah, 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 you do. 
but uh, ran on the end of the limbs. Yeah, it's it, it blooms on the on the new growth. So and, and it, 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 no, no, it it won't won't bloom till uh, probably again next spring. They bloom in the early spring, in the early spring, on and new growth. Done? Well, yeah, and a lot done? of things are done with with one bloom cycle. Well, I, I thought I was going to have something going to be. It, it doesn't. It, it, it doesn't bloom constantly. That's so. not a, not the easiest thing to get the bloom here. Right, right. Where you go, you go. Temperature's a little bit more mild, and it, does, it makes a much better show. It's, so it's t- t- a lot of people have tr- trouble. I've had trouble keeping them alive, even. Yeah. Do they need lots of water? Is, let them, let them get no, no, they need to be kept on the dry side. Yeah, but well drained. Uh, yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, Chuck's. I guess I got to wait for spring. That's all right. Yeah. <laughs> Good luck. Ready for about a, ready for a week or two. Yeah, there you go. All right. I enjoy your, to... I enjoy your show, and I enjoy Milberger's. So thanks for answering. <laughs> Thank thanks. you for calling. Bye-bye. Thanks a bunch. All right, you can call the show at 210-308-8867. Nice and busy today. Lots of good questions. So give us a call and be a part of the show, 210-308-8867. What you got going over over there? Uh, we're looking at uh, basically uh, the garden calendar and see what's going on. And, uh, well, of course, people are talking about... Uh, uh, planting turf at this time of the year, and uh, we we got in the uh, July August gardening calendar that remember when laying new sod, roll the turf to ensure good soil to root contact and water thoroughly on a daily basis until the grass is established in a week or ten days, and you have to get a deal from sod. I guess a uh, a week or ten days. It takes longer than that, doesn't it? Uh, for sod. Yeah. We're talking about sod. Yeah, but... Oh, you're talking about just the uh, week or ten days of everyday water. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And if you roll it. And uh, the Bermuda grass we were talking about her, uh, yesterday, uh, Bermuda grass can be seeded. Uh, and and in, in fact, that is a, just a selection of common... The seed, the seeds are is common, is. common Bermuda grass, but they're selections. Yeah, high uh, quality for size, color, uh, compactness. Right, and uh, we we recommended uh, uh, in this write-up uh, Sahara and Cheyenne. Cheyenne. Yeah, both of them are in. There. Uh, so that's something you wanted to. And we're also talking about. Uh, uh, August is the month to uh, prune back your roses. Uh, should be they should be pruned in uh, in August to ensure fall bloom. Or the, Ooh, yeah, la- we talk about Labor Day now too. Yeah, for but uh, this is kind of a that's what the, my article concerned uh, to yesterday, and you, it's not as extensive as we do in the spring, but. 
it's an opportunity to get all that dead wood out, get the open up the middles a little bit, mm-hmm. control some size. But the, the thing I always think about is the especially with the tough modern roses and uh, old fashioned roses and uh, the branches that have crossed the sidewalk or the pass. And, yeah, inconvenient yeah. branch. Yeah, get those get those uh, taken care of too. They uh, they seem like the roses seem like they're ready ready for action. If we ever get free of this hundred degree heat, yeah. They, every time we have that little rain, or yeah, something. they they perk up yeah. and start, yeah, it's or just, they'll have new growth on them. Is your grandma still hanging in there alive, Milton? Yeah, uh oh, but just barely. Uh, just, I think yeah. I, it's a hot weather. Is uh, it? The, they'll. I think the temptation is to. Put it in something else. Get it, move it away from where it is. Maybe put it in a container where, it, you know, it could be watered. Oh, it's in the ground. Now. It's in the ground. Yeah, it's been in the ground. It has it still a nice, healthy twelve inches tall. <laughs> <laughs> but we always have trouble in that one area. It's where the tree died. Uh-huh. And I always wondered whether that had to do kind of with your nitrogen fertility. Yeah, yeah. and so. Maybe moving it away. But I don't know. Roses should transplant well, but maybe the fall is better to... Yeah. Yeah. You, it's all, all bets are off when it's 100 degrees yeah. every day. Yeah. That, that's you know. not rose weather. Yeah. All right. So we'll keep uh, we'll keep it where it is and watering it. But yeah, it's just a shame. I was washing the dog outside yesterday and was uh, watering it, too, a little bit at the same time. Yeah. It's, that's it's, good. It's time, too, to give them a little fertilizer. So okay. They'll, so they'll be ready for action. Um, oh, okay. When the if, if and if and when the cool weather and the uh, moisture ever starts again, it will. Sinisa are saying they will. I'm staking my reputation on that. Don't forget the it's going to rain. Right. That's right. You're making a believer out of me, Milton. Am I really? That's that's that'll <laughs> you and Judy. <laughs> just all right. See, I'm in good company. <laughs> All right, two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. What's going on, man? Uh, lots of interesting questions today. There must oh, have cool. been yeah. some kind of article on Chinese pistache somewhere. We've had a lot of people looking at Chinese pistache today. Huh? Yeah, I, I've got a Chinese pistache in my yard. I like it. In fact, I took out the. Uh, one of those uh, rogue uh, ligustrums, sort of uh, kind of open it up for the pistache. Once they get past that uh, tall and thin stage, they really have a nice crown, and then, mm-hmm. of course, they're a wonderful wildlife plant. Now, then other uh, the uh, native plant people don't like them too much because of the they've got a potential to spread a little bit, and they're an exotic. But they make a they make a nice shade tree, a nice alternative, I think. A good fall color. Yeah, they they have fall color. They uh, Jerry and I have talked about this through the years. They react strangely to uh, heavy soils, and for we didn't for a while we thought it was uh, herbicides or something. But uh, they just they just get a kind of a re- reaction. Doesn't seem to slow them down. Doesn't uh, permanently affect them, but they. They they show some strange color patterns in uh, in uh, heavy soils, but still still do make a nice shade tree. Kevin made his colleagues mad right that put in the, in the paper one Steve, time. Steve Steve George uh, 
<laughs> well, I, the father of the pistachio. You can't, you can't make everybody happy. Yeah, ain't that the truth? All the time. You know, when we used to, when when we really promoted Trace the, Lincoln, we really <laughs> promoted the Chinese pistachio. You know, we got a lot of reactions about the that rabbit growth, right? Yeah, uh, and that in At that first, yeah, in that heavy soils, and so it took took a while to kind of figure out what in the world was going on. But yeah, Steve didn't Steve. Didn't uh, care for uh, even any kind of negative, kind of like uh, I'm the one that introduced that tree. There can't be any problems with it, you know. Like all of us. <laughs> yeah, are. he took it personal. Yeah. What is Steve doing? Is he still? He's up in, He's in Dallas. He's Dallas Horticulture. He's up, up in uh, work for Texas A&M. And, still, uh, uh, yeah. At the Dallas Center up in uh, uh, Dallas. Da- up in uh, I'm trying to think of the name of that place. Uh, the center, where the center is, Renner, Renner, the Renner Center, up right outside of Dallas. So, do That's you have you have north of Dallas? You have Chinese pistachio. Right? Yeah, you bet. How many different sizes? Uh, right now, I got two sizes, so fifteen gallon and some forty fives. Whoa, That's yeah. a big one. Fifteen gallon. Forty-five. Yeah, and fifteen gallon was e- relatively easy to do. Yeah, that'd be easy to handle. Yeah, and they they adapt. I mean, they're relatively easy to transplant, at least in my experience with them. And then if you're uh, looking for uh, a plant that has uh, wildlife uh, value, that that's sure is if you get the female. Yeah. Yeah, they get their male or female, kind of like our. Uh, Texas percentage. How do you know? I don't think. I don't know how you know. Well, they, what they do, they, it, the male doesn't have bears, of course. Yeah, but how many years you got to watch it to find out? Well, or you, you, you watch it and find out, and then you propagate them vegetatively ah, from there. Okay. All right. Butt them. Or graft them. What's that? What's happening in the, uh, that music? Yeah, a little, a little, a little too soon on the music there. But anyway, 210-308-8867, that's our, we're going to break music to tell us that we're going to break. Yeah. Now, is that tree, talking. that tree's on the CPS list, too. Of course, the CPS list is not activated until no. October. Right? Man, yeah, that's a fact. Yeah. I got David checking to make sure they're going to do that this year. I called them. Oh. Yeah, and they said they were the one I talked to on the phone. Let's take a quick break. We'll be back in a moment. 210-308-8867. More of Millburgers Gardening South... We're back with Millburgers Gardening South Texas. Once again, Dr. Jerry Parsons, Dr. Calvin Finch, Milton Glick, and your calls on 9:30 a.m. The Answer. And welcome back to Millburgers Gardening South Texas on 9:30 a.m. The Answer. Give us a call. Be a part of the show. 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. Uh, Trace mentioned before we went to news that you're getting a lot of Chinese pistache questions. Yes. It was, uh, so what kind of questions are you getting? Like, do you have them, or well, it was, do we have them? And uh, okay. the only thing I could come up with, somebody wrote an article, or uh, or that they're just used to seeing good fall color in them. But, okay. Uh, I'm voting for somebody who wrote an article. What other questions are folks uh, kind of talking to you about when they come to the nursery? Uh, lots of, uh, the most interesting one in the last two weeks has been, uh, what's digging up my yard, and why? Uh-oh. Oh, Armadillos? Armadillos and skunks. 
That's skunks. Yep. Uh, I don't, what does a skunk hole look like? Like, it's like I, I know an armadillo like is round. And, they're just going for the grub, so they're going to dig as deep as they got to. to I mean, they dig a, dig a whole area out, right? Kind of square. Yeah. Kind of square? Yeah, if I, you know, but not a pattern, not as obvious as that armadillo. armadillo. Yeah, it seems like those are almost every one of them the same. But Yeah. But the, the skunk seems to seems to be uh, a little irregular in its digging. And we've had a lot of uh, a lot of people bringing in tree leaves, and um, of course it's uh, well most of it's been a uh, lack of water. So they're right. irrigating their grass, but they're never irrigating the tree. And we've had what three months plus of hundred degree temperatures. Uh, it's taken its toll. I saw something weird today. So in walking the neighborhood, I think it's a red oak, um, and the the yard was littered with about maybe what is that about eight inch little cuts of the leaves and and stuff from it that were just sprinkled all around the yard. So it didn't look like they were trimming it and didn't pick up. It looked like something else was trimming it and it was dropping. And it's leaves on on twigs. Yeah, leaves on on just little twiggy limbs. And so it was the outside, outside. It was small branches. Yeah, real small branches. Yeah, but that squirrels eating. I was wondering one one of two things: either squirrels or twig girdlers. Oh, twig girdlers are. Usually don't do the hole. You you have a no. I'm, I mean, sure it's, I'm yeah. pretty sure it's squirrel. Yeah, I mean there were probably 15 to 20 of them sprinkled around the yeah, yard and yeah. all around the yard. That's squirrels, huh? They're I, thirsty, Milton. And yeah. I had, then I had to, um, Trace mentioned the sprinklers, and then Jerry and I are always telling people, you see that the shrubs and trees are that wilting. You got to water at the. Base. base, yeah. And, of course, uh, the response I got this latest one was, well, I sprinkle three times a, a week. Yeah. And yeah. I said, just do me a favor and dig <laughs> dig there. And sure enough, they dug, and the root balls were just drier than a bone. They had with the sprinkler it just penetrated a little bit. Mm. And so that's all they – so if you got that symptom, and it's shown up a lot, viburnum, hollies, mm. uh, some of the other – uh, shrubs too that we even think of are, are the oh thralis. Uh Quite often, all it'll take is a, just a, a generous just run the hose a little a little while, you know, 15, 20 minutes, half an hour at the base, and you might not have to do that again for three or four weeks. Yep. But but uh, that'll perk them up. But but uh, just just do a little probing, and you, it's pretty easy to discover. Well, all right. Two See, Kevin's Kevin gotten over arguing with people. He just says, "All right, <laughs> yeah. please, please take." Me well, out. most people put their sprinklers in front of their shrubs and they shoot outward toward yeah. the yard, so they they're getting no water hard. And then sometimes the you'll be, remember in the old days you would go visit a site and they'd do that, and then you'd be standing there and the person would get this sheepish look on there and they say, "Huh." Water doesn't seem to be going in that direction. Does it? <laughs> you want to say, "No, didn't you look at that before?" You know? 
Well, you don't put the sprinkler behind the shrubs anyway. You're not supposed to. Yeah, because all you're going to do is water the shrubs. Water the shrubs. Well, if you're, that's what you're trying to do. Well, you want to water the shrubs. That but, you got to do that. But you, you want to water the grass too. I saw a um, pretty row of Sinisa one time where there was just one gnarly-looking, horrible, yucky one dying thing, and when you saw it. I think I even brought it up to you. That was where the sprinkler head was, and the sprinkler head was leaking. And so it got way too much water, so I guess. But, yeah. Speaking of that, the the Texas sage in the back were blooming their little heads off about two, three days ago. So we thought of you. Yeah, no. Charles uh, told me to said, you know, either put up or shut up. Those. uh, So I put my reputation on the line here. I am uh, telling you that it will rain uh, seven to ten days. And he told, he said that, and I said, well, mine aren't uh-huh. blooming. So I went to, I was last Saturday or Sunday, so I went home. Sure enough, mine had started blooming. Yeah, they, too. they seem to be blooming more now. Um, I'll have to go check out my one by the Wendy's over here and see how it's doing. Is that your go-to sage? That's my go-to sage, yeah. That's a pretty one. It's a, that rich. Well, I noticed that some of the ones that are in the hedges yeah. are blooming in the city, too. Mm-hmm. They're sure pretty. Is it common for them to bloom as many times as they have in the I don't, in summer? I was thinking of that, too. I don't think no. so. I think this well, is this year for some reason. All right, so there's probably more than one factor in there. There's a lot of Texas sage now that bloom more frequently than, oh. than others. And the longer we go into these uh, Silverado and Desperado series, they, uh, again, bloom more frequently than, than the other ones. So we, we've been selling those now for probably close to 10 years so it should be getting more and more of those in the landscape and you're going to see them bloom more may have something to do with severe weather too you know if you get a really cold cold and then you get the two inches of rain oh. it kind of the, 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 the pattern has been really strange this year no yeah. do you ever see any white ones for sale uh i might have some i'll go put my Oh, oh, that'd be cool. Around, okay. I think, think I do. Have you seen any? No, uh, Paul Cox has got a, a white one. How interesting. He, he always wants me to come by and get cutting, though. That's interesting. And I hadn't done that yet. But uh, you, you don't see a lot of white. No, but uh, I believe I have some. I'll, I'll go check that out here in a minute. Okay. Speaking of white, um, should we ask Trace about our Bougainvillea question? We had a Bougainvillea that had, did you hear the question? No. Um, Red Brax, just one, but she had a white bloom inside that was about three inches wide with multi-cluster white in it. Have you seen anything like that? Well, that might actually be the bloom inside is white. Well, but it's a little itty-bitty, right? Yeah. Yeah. She described hers as like three inches across. Well, there could be a bunch of them. Yeah, you, you got to be up. Maybe so. Be, yeah, you got to be careful about the description of the uh, symptoms. Or the oh, she's going to send me a picture. I'll send it. Yeah, that's why that picture is so important. All right. 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. Toll free, 866-308-8867. Well, Trace, what do you want to talk about? Uh, we got you visiting again. You want to do the vegetable report, or you want to do plant of the weekend, or both? I, or? I, I put my paper away. Ah. Uh, Okay, so we can't do the vegetable. Oh, I, I think I remember most of it. Okay, just wing it. You'll be fine. All right. Well, so, go ahead. Classes, you got uh, 
We had the kids' class yesterday. Uh, we've got a class for with David conducting it towards the end of September. Twenty second, I, I think. Mm-hmm. And that was on cool weather vegetables, so yeah. we'll have even more by then. But we got a great selection on tomatoes. Um, pretty good on peppers, and the cold weather stuff has been coming in. So we got broccoli, cabbage, cauliflower, Brussels sprouts, mm-hmm. collards, and I'm missing one. Two different varieties Bro- of cabbage. Kale. Kale. Uh, there we go. Okay. And then um, when when do you plant your Crawford reseeding lettuce? Uh, I know they did some in the children's garden, but oh, I'm, not did sh- they? I'm not sure it's oh. going to come up right, oh, wow. right no. now. Yeah. Okay. A little hot. I'm just checking. October. November, no, Got people that are asking me about it. Oh, do you? Yeah. Just one. Uh, how, how's our seed supply? Do you know? Uh, we still got a fair amount of Oscar, but I don't, I'll have to go count the other. Not not much. Yeah. Well, probably time to. I think Jack, Jack uh, Hoover is uh, he's working on it. He's working on it. I, bet, I, bet, right. I bet he's listening, and I bet I get some seeds in the next couple of days. He may do. <coughs> yeah, he's, what a he's, dedicated. He's a, he's a good man. Yeah. He's we wouldn't a have had the uh, Rio Grande Gold Peppers if Jack hadn't. That's right. And how, how much longer is the perennial sale on? Uh, tomorrow. Yep. So, guys, if you want to get your uh, all of almost all of the uh, favorite butterfly plants are in the are included in the perennial sale. So what? Three eight dollars and eighty eight cents, basically. Yep. And a lot of the saws package stuff. Not all of it, but a lot of it. Was on, is in this group, so yeah. we've had a lot of people take advantage of that. There was a gentleman yesterday that did three saws packages, almost all of the 388 hmm. sale stuff. Huh, that's cool. Um, the tropical milkweed, uh, the native milkweed um, is here. The porterweed, of course, lots of zinnias. Uh, at least three different vari- varieties of zinnias uh, that are wonderful butterfly plants. Miss flower, the lantanas are going to kind of move into prominence, along with the salvia as, as uh, nectar sources soon. On the miss flower, I believe I have white in stock. Do you? Oh, that, white's cool. that's pretty. White, white is pretty in the miss flower. Um, so what? Are, you got the the Greg's and the and a white one? Yes. Cool. Is it in the one ga- gallon in that uh, sale bunch? Yeah, I think I just made a transaction. <laughs> he's he's got that look it. on his. Yeah, well, it's just what I need. It's more plants. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, if you if you're because uh, the, the we're getting reports uh, reports on the monarchs are um, moving into town. Uh, so and these plants that we're talking about here, most of them are in bloom or just almost in bloom. So you get them, just put them in your landscape, and they'll be ready for action immediately. Uh, for the for the butterflies, there's a big yellow butterfly over there at the butterfly garden, just darting around. Yeah, that uh, giant swallow. Oh, look at him! Yep, he's cutting across the nursery now. What yeah, is it? That was a lower bush petunia. So. Okay, there he goes. You see him, Calvin? Makes that's for a good. sulfur. Yeah, oh, is it's it? Just a sulfur. Yeah. Okay, just yeah. a sulfur. Well, well, I don't know what that means. I don't know. Either. That's a that's, that's, that's a pure. Yellow, sounds insulting. Yeah. Pure yellow one. Pure sulfur. <laughs> and there's three, what, five or six different sulfurs, different different size and a different uh, tone of yellow and different little markings. So 
you get into butterflies in, in, in our area, it's just as interesting as the birds. There's just so many bright. Well, here's here's a, here's a Gulf fritillary right there. No. That orange. That, that's yeah, just kind a, of that funny Texas color. Right that's there. just a Gulf fritillary. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I feel like uh, we have to defend the poor sulfur now. It just got just so slighted. Well, we uh, we apologize for. Uh, okay. I'm, Sulfurs are wonderful too. Thank you. They're just uh, quite common. Oh, okay. Now, what what are you going to do with those Laura Bush petunias out there? Those? Uh huh. Uh, We had such a great success with the ten-inch pots. I think we're going to be planting them. Oh, you going to plant those? Yeah, create some. Cut them back and plant them. We went through. uh, I don't know. I guess we probably planted about seventy-five of them into ten-inch pots. Yeah, twelve-inch pots. I I watched them in the back. And. we're down to about ten. Good. Yeah, the, and and you he, he, he gets pretty possessive, doesn't he? Yes. <laughs> well, well, he uh, did get the seed. So. Yeah, yeah. See, it's interesting how how fast they recoup, recoup when you cut them back. I, I was so not. Those, those are those are that we're looking at over there. They were cut back once. Yeah. Uh, and two, three, four and a half. Right. Four and a half. I was down at the bottom of my yard looking back up, you know, towards the the citrus uh, containers and the, the squares. And uh, there were six different clumps of uh, the lower bush petunias. Uh-huh. Three different colors. Oh, my goodness. And, uh, and so... Through the uh, through the year, I, I'm sure there's been three times that many from all over. Oh yeah. So they they keep re- reappearing. It's like there's a um, they have their own map and uh, plan. And uh, <laughs> once once they get in a landscape, yeah, they keep coming. Yeah, sooner or later. It's, it's cool. They find a place that they can fit, mm-hmm. and usually it's adds a lot to the landscape. And they don't. They don't interfere with the lemons or the limes. Or yeah. I think we got a question coming up. Someone's got a Ziploc baggie. All right, 210 Maybe it's cookies. Yeah. Maybe they're finally bringing that's, Calvin that's cookies. That's wishful thinking. Uh, oh, she heard it. She, she's she got a question. All right. 210-308-8867 is our number. 210-308-8867. And let's see. if Can we ask your question on the air? All right. Trace will give you the mic. Okay, something is eating my mountain laurel. It's ah. a little... Um, Sephora. It's making little, webs. Little it's caterpillar. Little, little caterpillar thing. Pretty easy to control. All right, tell me um, how. Well, do you want to just kill caterpillars, or do you want to kill some other stuff, too? Look, there's one on there. Um, Did you see that? Did you put that on there? I put that on there just for you guys. There you go. <laughs> Steve. Yep, there he is. That's the only critter that's bothering my yard, as far as I know. DT works well, or you can, or were you going to say spinosad, too? Well, I was going to give her three options. So BT, if you just want to kill caterpillar, mm-hmm. spinosad, if you want to kill anything that does a life cycle change, or seven, if mm-hmm. you want to kill anybody that chews. BT is probably the most uh, low-risk kind of... Yes, in this case, the organic is the best option. Okay, that's what I'll do. And I spray it on? Spray no, you spray yeah, spray where they're eating. With the what? 
spray on the foliage that they're eating. Okay. It actually comes yeah. two ways. It comes in a, in a liquid and in a powder, and the powder is called dipel dust, and it's okay. the same chemical. So it's. But already, I get some that's already mixed up. It's just a yeah. Small there's a problem. there's a hose yeah. end one in there and a ready to use one in there. Okay, thank you. Her. But these guys are showing up all over. I've seen them too in my neighborhood. Yeah, because this has just been a trouble-free plant. Jerry, are you sure that moth that, I, that was flying through the, in quantity wasn't doing this? I'm sorry. Snob, snob loaves. Yeah, the hackberry something. I don't know. I'm just. I got to blame. Oh no, gotta, yeah, no, I, I don't think that's him. So but Jerry and I call this a Sephora caterpillar. But actually, there's another common name. I can't remember it right now. I like our name. We can yeah, remember. Yeah, that's right. Okay, I've got to Related to the plant that you find it on. And I'm going to kill it with BT. Right. Okay, I can do that. Thank you. Bye-bye. Uh, are you going to right. mix, mix up your own spray? Probably just buy something that's already ready mixed. I just have one bush that's. Oh, kind of, okay. You know, yeah, I don't okay. want a lifetime supply. I, I was going to say, uh, if you do your own, uh, put in a couple of teaspoons uh, of uh, liquid detergent. Okay. Because well, it, it just. Uh, slips and uh, slides uh, right off. Yeah, mountain laurel is so. Uh, it's, it's so waxy. Uh, yeah, it is. Okay. So, and you want that. Uh, BT to uh, coat the leaves, you know. Well, will the ready mix already have something like that in it, or will I get a better result if I mix We're going to go. I'm going to go show you what what it is. So we'll, okay, go thanks, guys. Okay. All right, we're going to take a quick break. So while we do, you give us a call at 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. More of Millburgers Gardening South Texas coming up with Dr. Jerry Parsons and Dr. Calvin Finch. I'm Milton Glick. This is 930 AM, The Answer. Milton Glick from Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 and Boulevardy Road. All righty, i got to tell you about a great sale happening at Millburgers right now. You're going to want to get over there literally right this second to take advantage of this. Perennials are on sale in the one-gallon container, just $3.88. They're regularly $6.99, and they're all your favorites with fresh shipments arriving daily of things like coneflower, lantana, pentas, salvia, and much, much more. You can get your favorite perennial in the one-gallon container on sale for just $3.88 right now over at Millburgers. Millburgers now has tomatoes on sale. All your favorite fall tomatoes and the ones recommended for this area are at Millburgers right now in the four-and-a-half-inch pot or the gallon sizes. Plus, you'll save on, well, Feralis, Duranta, Mexican Bird of Paradise, and even Gold Star Esperanza in a ready-to-display pot regularly $24.99, now just $14.88 at Millburgers Landscape Nursery, 1604 on Bull Verde Road. Finding great discount deals has just gotten easier through the Marketplace San Antonio page at 930amtheanswer.com. Brides by Elizabeth has a stunning ivory size 14 jasmine bridal gown with veil and headpiece valued at $1,850. The Marketplace price $1,000. Good for this piece only, not redeemable for cash, non-transferable, cannot be traded for another gown or accessories. Alterations, pressing, and storage at Brides by Elizabeth. 
included with not included. See pictures and more on the Marketplace page. At 930amtheanswer.com. Here's what I know about my listeners in San Antonio and the Hill Country. This is Larry Elder. You are intelligent. You do your research, and you hate leaving money on the table. If you're thinking about selling your home in this hot market, I'm about to help you keep thousands of dollars in your pocket. Call Sergio Martinez with Help You Sell. Help You Sell is the home of the low-set fee program, as Sergio has done away with the usual 6% hit, no matter what your house is on the market for. And tell me, why is that fair? Why does a $500,000 homeowner pay $18,000 more in commission than a $200,000 home? Did the realtor do $18,000 more in service? I doubt it. With Sergio Martinez and Help You Sell, you'll get Sergio's 20-plus years of professional experience as Help You Sell will save you thousands and retain more of your equity. It starts with your free home evaluation and market analysis when you call Sergio Martinez with Help You Sell. Here's the number. It's 210-693-0305. That's 210-693-0305. Online at hushillcountry.com for Help You Sell. Our world is in a state of unrest. What will happen next? How will it affect me? Can I make a difference? Who can we turn to for answers? Well, that's simple. Turn to us. 9.30 a.m., the answer. So Alexa is making everyone's life easier. Now you can ask her to turn on your lights or play your favorite radio station. And, of course, that's 9.30 a.m., the answer. We've got the answers you need every day through Alexa or at 9.30 a.m., the answer. And welcome back to Millburgers Gardening South Texas on 930 AM, The Answer. Milton Glick along with Dr. Jerry Parsons and Dr. Calvin Finch talking gardening when you call us at 210-308-8867. Part of your yard, part of your uh, garden, maybe a nice deck. Uh, but if it no longer looks nice or no longer looks as new as it once did, maybe you've come to accept that it just has to look that way. Well, I'm going to tell you, you what, you don't have to accept that. Deck and Patio Care with Barry Hagendorf is here to help. Help. Uh, go to his website, deckandpatiocare.com, deckandpatiocare.com, and you will see examples of uh, decks that pretty much look weather-beaten and gray and black and just like they'd had it. And after uh, Barry and the crew get through with it, they look absolutely gorgeous. And uh, he's uh, got some unique ways of doing things with a sealant that actually penetrates the wood so it keeps it stronger and uh, keeps it looking good. So uh, call him and, and learn more. Uh, it's time to do it now so you can enjoy it through uh, the fall. Uh, that's uh, Deck and Patio Care by Barry Hagendorf. Go to the website and learn all the great stuff they do. DeckandPatioCare.com or call them at 210-822-9147. Well, our number is 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. What's going on? I mentioned uh, we were talking about pruning roses. This is time to prune the roses for the fall bloom. And uh, I, I neglected to, we kind of gave the outline on how to do it. And uh, I neglected to mention that uh, there's a complete description on fertilization and pruning back and everything for fall roses on plantanswers.com. So you go to plantanswers.com and on the information index, go to uh, rose. And click on the the row section in alphabetical order, and uh, then you'll you'll see uh, uh, steps steps of pruning roses for the fall. 
And that, and well, I've got that under pruning roses in the in the uh, in the section under under uh, steps to pruning roses in the fall. It's a little it's different than pruning roses in the uh, in the uh, in the spring. And uh, after you get through, as long as these temperatures stay hot. You're not going to see an abundance of growth or stimulation or growth. But I imagine within within a week after the cool weather comes in, you're going to see a, a difference in the stimulation of the rose. Yeah, if you have roses, you probably saw them uh, three days after those rains that we had. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I know Milton and I were comparing notes right after the rain and then, like, Two three days later, after that, we were comparing notes again because the hundred degree had come yeah, back. Yeah, just kind of beating them a, up and the burn. poor roses, yeah, had retreated again. But uh, yeah, they're ready for action. Yeah, and uh, they did, but they need cool cool temperatures to uh, to really take off. Just when he says cool, though, it doesn't mean. I mean, it doesn't. It's not going to. It's like the tomatoes. If it's yeah, uh, it's down there close to seventy at night. Uh, and uh, mid 90s or lower 90s, uh, they'll perk up pretty quick. Yeah. They, when they get the English English temperature, the, English, yeah. the, the country England, and they they grow beautiful roses over there, almost all all, all their summer long. I, I uh, when you you mention that English rose growing, I always. Get a little kick out of that. They they did a great job of uh, uh, cleaning up air pollution in uh, Great Britain those years years back. And of course, part of the cleanup included getting taking the sulfur, all the sulfur waste out of the out of there. And of course, that that uh, resulted in the the rose funguses c- coming back. Oh they, yeah, they, they had this natural. <laughs> And of course, it was ruining your lungs, but it was also uh, controlling the funguses on the ro- on the roses. You had to make a decision. Yeah, right? so you got clean clean air, and uh, had to start spraying the roses again. <laughs> hey, uh, Joanne's got a rose question: two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. Hi, Joanne. Welcome to the show. How are you doing today, Joanne? Joanne or Joan, maybe. Okay. Whoever's here in Milton, pick it up. Yeah, I can kind of hear us. <laughs> Say <now>. something. <laughs> okay. Well, let's put her on hold, and then, uh, guys, uh, see if you can catch her, and then we'll go back to her because she's got a question about yellow roses. All right, 210-308-8867. Uh, also pruning back uh, vigorous growing shrubs such as pyracatha, fotenia, eliagnus, privet, or ligustrum uh, may need to be pruned regularly during the summer to keep uh, people people believe that to prune is to kill or, or to damage the plant, but uh, you need to trim them back uh, to keep them in bound. And it, doesn't, it, it doesn't have to be a formal yeah pruning, but it, but you don't you don't want to put up with. Uh, Paracantha cutting people as they that's, walk by. That's for yeah. sure. 
Uh, so you can you can prune as necessary to c- control those plants. And all those that Jerry mentioned are tougher than nails anyway. So they'll yeah. they'll survive with a, a little bit of pruning that makes makes them more livable. We mentioned uh, a little bit yesterday to, uh, pruning back uh, leggy spring planted annuals such as petunias. That's what I was. Well, hang hang on. Kidding, kidding Trace about. Oh, okay. Well, hold on to that thought. Did we find the girl? We we may have found Joanne at 210-308-8867. Joanne, you there? Yes. Can you hear me? Oh, good. Yeah, yeah, we got you. What's going on? Okay. I bought a yellow rose of Texas a while back at one of those uh, things at the water board, and the rose club was there, and I just love that yellow rose of Texas. It was so fragrant, but it died, and I've tried to locate one but i can't seem to find where to buy one okay where did you buy the original well it was it was a you know a customer thing at the city water board and the rose club was there selling it just uh, at their uh um, what would the they water call board it? the no, spring so. spring spring bloom yeah oh, yeah. yeah okay so spring bloom at their thing. sale, it must yeah. have been the GBST. Okay. Yeah. Years, could have been years ago. Yeah. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Okay, that was uh, Grandma's Yellow. That was the yeah. name of that rose. Okay. Even if Where it was fragrant? Huh? Even if it was fragrant? Did you say that was fragrant? She said, she, was, she said it was very fragrant. Yes. Hmm. Yeah. Okay, now. Yeah, Grandma's Yellow. It was very fragrant. I don't know what that could have been. Now you might the the, the grandma's yellow. I think you can, do we still have some here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, well, some of the other nurseries. So. Some of the other nurseries may have some too. Okay, so you do have it at uh, Millburgers. Well, yeah. we have grandma's yellow, but it's not fragrant. It's a beautiful rose. Tough. Uh, no, I want. Tough. I, want I want the smell. <laughs> <laughs> Not smell, fragrance. <laughs> fragrance. Okay, I want the fragrance. Oh, okay, thank you. Where can I? I don't get know. One? Well, we, I don't know. I don't know what you had. Uh, we'll ask Trace if that sounds familiar, but there's it not. Was a, there's not they said it was nope. a yellow rose of Texas. Huh. Well, they said that was the name of it. Huh? Well, we called. Uh, I, I don't know. If we even thing. called Mrs. Dudley Cross that a little bit, which is not <laughs> yellow at all. Yeah, and it's not. It's not no, fragrant either. Doesn't have thorns either. No. Um. Uh, yeah. Huh. You might. You might want to look at the. Uh, Grandma's yellow, and just keep your eyes open. And maybe we can put the word out if any of our listeners. Uh, yeah, uh, some of them must must have gotten that too. Yeah. If they, Ideas on uh, how, how many years ago was this? I don't know. Ten, maybe. Oh, <laughs> ten years. Okay, it was a long time ago. Oh. No, it wasn't a long time ago. Is that back when you were drinking? Well, ten hey, years hey. is a long time. No. <laughs> no. Ten years is a decade. Okay, one decade ago. Uh, yeah, yeah, just one. Uh, just one. <laughs> Much smaller. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Would they have ever done the, uh, which is the one that didn't make it, the Nacogdoches or the? 
Which one was yellow? But ten years ago. Yeah. When did you? Do, oh, that's. There might have been no. some others. Yeah. But he, he, no yellow rose that we have ever tried to propagate as as for a yellow rose has ever been very fragrant. Oh wow. Okay. Uh, yeah. But. Uh, <coughs> I, I, I'm at a loss to figure out what that was. Now, okay. the, the, the Rose Emporium sells a uh, what they call a yellow rose of Texas. Yeah. Uh, and I don't know if it's fragrant or not. That might be a good place for her to call, too. Yeah, but you, but you, can, you can look there. And, it, and it's not a, a pretty yellow. But and I, 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 but I think it is fragrant. You just got to. But it wouldn't have been a. You just got to smell and shut your eyes. And yeah, not, yeah. It, but it wouldn't wouldn't have been available at one of those no, sales at, like that. Not at the saws. At the Spring Bloom Giveaway. But, but if you, yeah, go, I wonder if their their website, you might be able to find the information. Yeah, for on on uh, Antique Rose Emporium. Okay, I'm looking it up right now. All right. right. Okay. Thanks. Thanks. Good luck. Uh-huh. Thank you. Eileen is on the line at 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. Hi there, Eileen. Welcome Hello. to the show. How are you doing? What's going on? Uh-oh. Eileen? <laughs> I think we lost her. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, Eileen, call us right back. Let's try Tom at 210-308-8867. Hi, Tom. Welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. How are you doing? Doing good, guys. How are y'all? Doing okay. Poor Eileen, though. We don't gonna, know what happened was, to her. I was going to stay quiet for like five seconds and make sure <laughs> I think you're losing it. Uh, <laughs> you're a cr- you, you would have, too. You're a cruel man. Yeah, that wild look in his eye. You're a mean, so, mean uh, man. How can we help you today? Yeah. Really, I only caught the second half of the conversation, but I, I could swear I think Jerry told the guy that he could cut his okra plants about halfway back and uh, they'll reproduce. Is that, Absolutely. Is that what I heard? Absolutely. Okay. Just whack them anywhere halfway down, or yeah. Uh, how tall are yours? Uh, eight or ten feet? Uh, no, <laughs> no, they're about four feet. And I did. Oh, not okay. Get well, well if, if they're if they're small like that, you don't cut them in half. Oh. It's too late. Are they bearing? Are they having pods? They've 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 borne very very few fruits. Very few. Okay. And they and took forever only, to grow. Yeah, yeah well, mine I, mine took forever, but um, the mine are really producing now, and but they're they're less than, they're all less than four feet tall. When but, did you when did you plant them? Um, March. Well, okay, and they're four feet tall. Yeah. Do you know the variety? I do not remember. It was something from Louisiana. I'm pretty sure. Oh, Louisiana green velvet. Yeah. That's probably uh, it. You got nematodes. No, I, I do. Are you saying yes, I you do? do. Are you asking me if it's, you, oh, you, I do. You do. You do. Okay. All right. I'm I'm stating it as a fact. O- okay. Okra should, <laughs> okra should, Louisiana green velvet should be uh, uh, six or seven feet tall now planted in March. Huh. Okay. The only thing that'll keep it small like that is nematodes. Find, find one of them. 
Uh, no, it's too it's too late for the fall. Okay. When but you, but watch the planting tomatoes and things out over there. Be be sure to use uh, nematode resistant tomatoes such as a celebrity or valley cat or tycoon. Or BHN 94968. BHN 968, right. Uh, well, when you pull, when you pull your, uh, just toss the whole plant, or at least the the bottom half of that plant in the garbage, so uh-huh. that the, you get rid of those nematode. What can I, mean, I do? You're not going to get you're not going to get rid of all of them, but it, well, what can I do to the, mitigate the nematode problem? I wish I knew. Plant uh, <laughs> sweet corn, or next year plant uh, cereal, rye cereal rye in the fall. Yeah, okay. or almond rye. Have you got a small garden? Yes, it's it's small. It's probably twenty by twenty. Oh, okay. The best thing you can do is use nematode-resistant varieties of tomatoes. Okay. So I just bought like four or five tomato plants right there at Millburgers. Are they going to all be nematode resistant? No, uh, I'll name the ones that are going to be nematode resistant. That's Valley Cat, which they have here, by the way. Uh, Valley Cat, uh, Celebrity, and uh, Tycoon, Tycoon, and uh, the Cherry Tomato of nine sixty eight. Nine sixty eight. Okay. All right, guys. Thanks a lot. Thanks Appreciate a bunch. It. All right. Bye-bye. Yeah. All right. 210-308-8867. Eileen is on the line. We got her back. Hi, Eileen. Uh, welcome Hi. back. How can we help you? Where'd you go, Eileen? Well, there was this overpass, and I went under it, and you were uh. gone. Uh-oh. <laughs> no. Okay. Well, Be I'm careful, in, Eileen. I'm in, okay. I'm in the Somerset area. Real sandy soil. Real sandy. But I Good. wanted to try to. <laughs> I wanted to plant uh, trumpet vine to grow on the fence, but it it is invasive. Is it invasive out here in the Somerset Cotid area? It's in, it's, that, in, it's, it's invasive everywhere. <laughs> oh no! Oh, the, older, the older it gets, the the bigger it gets. So yeah, you you just want something to grow on the fence, right? And you mentioned the tangerine crossvine. Is that very expensive? No. Tan- well, okay. Okay. Maybe uh, I'll use that. Tangerine beauty crossvine is one beauty. of them. Okay. Another okay. another alternative is the butterfly vine. Now a butterfly vine. Okay. Yeah, butterfly All vine. Right. It has. Have seed pods flower. that look like butterflies. Oh! And it, it, it blooms all the time, and the deer won't eat it, or yeah. deer oh. don't prefer uh-huh. it. So, now, but now uh, they, they'll eat they'll eat uh, tangerine beauty. Yeah. Oh so if well. You got deer, yeah, if you got deer, you probably. We do, do, but the, they don't. They don't come up around the house, though. Famous. Uh, yeah. They won't. Yeah. <laughs> they, well, no, they don't come around the house. That fence is real tall, like. Pushing ten feet. Oh, so they can't, okay. They can't okay. jump that high. You got a, a deer-proof fence. Okay, good. Yes, now they, right. the the uh, butterfly vine blooms over a longer season. I think uh, that pan- sounds good. Yeah, tangerine yeah. beauty really blooms spectacularly in the spring, but not much the rest of the year. 
Well, I'll try them both, but yeah, that one for the That's, for the whole fence, that butterfly vine sounds good. Does Millburgers sell butterfly vine? Oh, absolutely. Okay, absolutely. okay. All right, well, that was a big help. Thank you. But, you that's, uh, but they're, they're too expensive for somebody that lives in Poteet. <laughs> hey. <laughs> well, you can send your letters directly uh, to you. <laughs> thanks, Eileen. Glad we got you back. Okay, thanks. Bye-bye. Uh-huh. Bye-bye. All right, let's take a quick break. While we do, give us a call at 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. More in a moment. What is that? to Glick from Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 and Bull Road. All righty, I got to tell you about a great sale happening at Millburgers right now. You're going to want to get over there literally right this second to take advantage of this. Perennials are on sale in the one-gallon container, just $3.88. They're regularly $6.99, and they're all your favorites with fresh shipments arriving daily of things like coneflower, lantana, pentas, salvia, and much, much more. You can get your favorite perennial in the one-gallon container on sale for just $3.88 right now over at Millburgers. Millburgers now has tomatoes on sale. All your favorite fall tomatoes and the ones recommended for this area are at Millburgers right now in the four-and-a-half-inch pot or the gallon sizes. Plus, you'll save on Theralis, Duranta, Mexican Bird of Paradise, and even Gold Star Esperanza in a ready-to-display pot regularly $24.99, now just $14.88 at Millburgers Landscape Nursery, 1604 on Bull Verde Road. The Cal Thomas Commentary is brought to you by Values Through Media. Now here's syndicated columnist Cal Thomas. Democrats and the left have run out of policies, so they're focused solely on harming and possibly impeaching President Trump. After the president's former lawyer, Michael Cohen, pleaded guilty to a number of charges, including serving as a conduit for hush money paid to what we once called two loose women, Senate Minority Leader Chuck Schumer said that Supreme Court nominee Brett Kavanaugh should not be confirmed because he might preside over an impeachment trial of the president. Clearly, Schumer does not know the Constitution. In the case of an impeachment trial, the chief justice, that would be John Roberts, presides, not an associate justice. But I doubt there will be impeachment. Democrats fear the wrath of Trump supporters and state where that support remains strong. Schumer's comments, though, provide more reasons why so many hate Washington and the media. These things do not affect most lives. Jobs, a roaring economy, a record bull market on Wall Street, stopping illegal immigration. These are what people care most about. The media and the left have lost all credibility, as evidenced by their declining ratings and newspaper circulation. I'm Cal Thomas. For a free copy of today's commentary, visit calthomas.com or write us at Values Through Media, P.O. Box 373340, Key Largo, Florida, 33037. That's P.O. Box 373340, Key Largo, Florida, 33037. Please specify the date and subject. Your tax-deductible gifts to Values Through Media help support us. Listen again next time for the Cal Thomas Commentary. Are you selling or buying a home? Call Sergio Martinez and help you sell and save 30% on the listing of your home. What's the difference between Selling a $200,000 home and a $500,000 home. Well, it's $18,000. Do you think your agent does $18,000 more work? Call Sergio Martinez, 210-693-0305, and save thousands while getting the same services. Help you sell. San Antonio's premier low-fee realtor, providing you full service. And welcome back. 
to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas, on 930 AM, The Answer. Our phone number, 210-308-8867. Talk to you in a second about furniture now. Uh, I really enjoy talking about them because I know that if you're looking for furniture, uh, it's a great place to, to look, um, not only for terrific items uh, that you can get, so the good quality uh, that you'd expect from uh, something like Furniture Now, so that if you're looking for a quality, f- uh, something for the living room, a couch, a dining room table, if you're looking for quality uh, bedroom furniture, well, Furniture Now is the place to go, but also great prices, terrific service. Um, it's just a win-win-win, and uh, so if you were, and, and then you don't have to believe me, which is really cool. Go online and check out. I don't the, believe you, Milton. <laughs> well, then go online, Jerry. No. Okay. I don't believe you, Milton. <laughs> You're just gonna stop there. Okay. <laughs> you not only have to believe me. Maybe I should phrase it differently. Yeah. No, that, 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 no, don't don't just take you. my word for it. How's uh, that? Is uh, that better? Yeah. Okay. Go online and Are see. Are you influenced by the Russians, by the way? Uh, yeah. <laughs> I'm going to keep moving through this now. Um, so, yeah. so are you saying shut up, you two? <laughs> no, I'm just saying I need to finish. So, yeah, go to Furniture Now and uh, see the reviews uh, on Google Reviews, on Yelp, on Facebook. 3best.com uh, 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 shows the three best furniture stores in San Antonio with an algorithm that checks out uh, customer satisfaction, good reviews, and they rate them uh, as the top one. So uh, you can't go wrong going to Furniture Now, and right now is the time to go. Still have the Internet flash sale on, which means you're going to get low, low prices when you go to FurnitureNow.com. If you're more inclined to go in the showroom, go in the showroom, and if they don't have it there, they'll go online. They'll find it for you in their showroom, uh, in their online showroom, if you will. It's Furniture Now, two locations, the corner of Evers and 410, 1604 and Lookout Road is the new one. That's at Burling, by Burlington, or FurnitureNow.com. I think that's a tiger swallowtail over there. That we were... He knows his butterflies. I don't believe you, Milton. <laughs> well, that's why I say go, go, go online and find out. But you're not even going to do that, are you? <laughs> I don't believe you about going online. And oh, that, that you can believe me. Uh, <laughs> if it's on the internet, it's got to be true. Yep. Great reviews. There you go. All right, yes, sir. What you got? And the reviews got to be true too. Huh? Yep. <laughs> When you, when you, well, no, they don't have to be, but when you have as many as they do, that's the cool thing. I mean, they on Yelp, they've got a five star rating out of thirty reviews, and well, the, oh yeah, that's, that's hard. Key, that's, that's hard to do. Yeah, yeah the good. key, the key is you go do some exploration, and if you're impressed or if you like their stuff and the people, and you know, you know what else is cool too? Since we're going to talk about them for a second. They are there negative reviews. There's a couple, and when you see how they handled them, because they they talk uh-huh. to the customers. You're you're like, okay, you know what? If I had a bad experience, I'd want to be you know treated with respect yeah. and, and see how they handled it. Yeah, and so anyway, go online, read it, go, and you'll find out. I don't believe. I you know man. you don't believe it. Keep going. <laughs> I like saying that. I know you do. <laughs> I can tell. <laughs> Uh, we got a question in. Will grass clippings and leaves around garden plants stop the rain from watering the plant? We did, yeah, we talked about that quite often. Yeah, the leaves from last the leaves are from last fall and have been shredded. Oh my goodness! The grass has been dried and and I leave six inches around the plant. Free from the mulch. Well, good Lord, they're doing everything right here. Answer, in case of small amount of rainfall, the mulch will probably soak it up rather than penetrating the soil. However, 
if you have a substantial rainfall, a half inch or more, uh, it should penetrate to the soil, especially since you've uh, you've left a uh, uh, plant uh, area around the plant uh, free from mulch. Yeah, the the long term impact is just is great. Short term, you could with a, a limited one specific limited rainfall, it could delay the moisture getting into the soil. But, but if you, if you're watering for, by hose or handheld hose or something, yeah. you you just soak it soak it on. And on one and once now right now we're in a dry soil period, but uh, once the so the moisture gets in the soil, then uh, that mulch can really yeah, contribute really to it helps. to stay in there, uh, being much much more efficient over the course of a year. Hey, we got a couple calls on the line, so let's see if we can't get everybody in before the show comes to an end. I don't end. believe you, man. I'm telling you the truth. <laughs> well, it here, we'll, we'll prove it to you by going to Tim on the line at 210-308-8867. I love saying that. <laughs> you know Hi, Tim. Welcome to the show. What's going on? Uh, one thing is uh, I want to talk about a watermelon plant. Yeah, I can't believe it's growing in a pot. <laughs> I'm in San Antonio, Texas, and it's growing. <laughs> and I got it out in my garden too. But it, uh, how doesn't it have to grow on a on a, on a fence or something like that? Because it wants to climb. And no, they 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 grow on the ground. Uh, oh. You know, the commercial growers grow them on the ground. Oh, okay. And and, uh, and it has it has to it has to it'll run, you know. In other words, the it'll vine, but uh, the what you have to watch for in the in the contain in the container you got it growing in is to keep it well fertilized. You know, like yeah. every time every time you water it, water it with a water soluble fertilizer. A water-soluble fertilizer, uh-huh. like like a Miracle Grow or Has to Grow or yeah, oh, some of those. Okay, I'm gonna. Rhonda want to talk to you for a moment. Yeah. Hello, we got a nine by uh, ten garden, and and I put black cowl and t- had it tilted and everything when we dug it. Okay, good. So I was wondering now, you know, and then we had our soil tested at the agricultural here, and they said the tester is back, but we still plant it. Okay. So, but I wanted, you keep saying okay, but you we trying to find out why, I mean, my cucumbers and my cabbages coming through, but my tomatoes and my spinach and none of it's coming through the soil, but I still, I've been tilling it with black cow before I put everything down. Okay, but you're you're saying that the tomatoes are not growing well, or well, yeah, in San Antonio, I planted them about a month, two months ago, and they ain't coming up yet. Oh, you you're growing, trying to grow them from seed. Yeah, the, well, right. the spinach is a spinach is an easy one. It won't come up when the soil is warm. Yeah, now, I don't know, but the, no. So no. What, else, what, what else kind of fertilizer can I put? I put black cowl in there. Well, you can use a, an or, either an organic fertilizer. Mirrorburger's got uh, their fertilizer. Uh, Do y'all have uh, any classes? Do y'all have any classes? Oh yeah, twenty seven. Yeah, actually, there's one coming up on the twenty second. Oh well, September. 
here at Millburgers. Okay, and then there's where on the twenty second. Millburgers uh, Nursery at sixteen oh four on Boulevardy Road. Okay, sixteen oh four on Boulevardy. Okay, got it. All right, thanks. And then, and then there's one on the eighth over there by Medical Center okay. that's co- co-sponsored by Millburgers as well. If that's closer to you. Okay. Well, like like I said. Uh, uh, no, the one on Verde is closer. The one on medical is okay. farther out. Good. But, uh, good. We'll try to make them because we we go to the agriculture classes too. Those when they have oh. on on uh, off of uh, Ten and uh, Callahan. Oh yeah, that's good. That's good place too. Cool. Yeah, we go over there and get go to classes. You know what I'm saying? Okay. All righty. All right. Thanks, thank sir. You so much. Bye-bye. Okay. Bye-bye. Right. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Matt's on the line at 210-308-8867. Hey there, Matt. Welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. What's going on? Good afternoon, gentlemen. A question about, I've got about like a 40-year-old or so Arizona ash that I've cut back to about 10 foot. And I was wondering what I could do to discourage it from sprouting out because it's not but about a month. And the next thing you know, there's a lot of stuff to cut off of there again. So what can I what can I do to do it in? Are you are you trying to kill it? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. What? What? Why did you leave ten feet? I mean, uh, because the stump is. I mean, the the trunk is humongous, and nothing that I had would would cut that much. Okay. Um, yeah, because the 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 uh, easiest. Well, if you could cut the trunk would be then you would just drill some little holes in the trunk and put that uh, cut vine and stump killer in there and then that would prevent the the tree from sprouting it's a little harder to do that when you got a 10 foot trunk um you suppose we could do you could do some uh like 45 degree yeah some slants what we're trying to do is get i can do some notches in it yeah Mm -hmm. I'm sorry. He said notches. He said notches. Yeah. We're talking about drilling. Yeah, because yeah, you want drilling holes. You know, you got that vascular system around the outside edge, and you want to to drill these little holes in there and put that that chemical we're talking about there, and then that'll translocate into the root system, and it'll quit uh, sprouting. So, so do if you got a little, you got a drill. Uh, come to Millburgers and get some of that cut line and stump killer, and then you just uh, inject Is that a little. Diluted, or do I do I pour it just straight? Just straight pour, pour it straight, straight. Okay. Yep. So just forty-five degree angle, just so that it'll stay in there. Right. Yeah. Right. Okay. Got it. Hey, you know, I got to leave something for the woodpeckers. There you go. All right. That'll work. Hey, y'all have a good weekend. <laughs> Thanks. You too. Thanks. Bye. All right, 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. Got about uh, two uh, minutes. Yeah, about two minutes left, Trace. I can take 30 seconds. Okay, 30 All seconds. All right, take so uh, butterfly vine was a yes. Oh, good, okay. And the white Texas sage was a no, but uh-huh. in the process I found we still got quite a few lens legacies. Oh, good. Oh, that's so good. So we got one negative, but we got a, just as good of a positive on the other side of it. And we're I mean, I mean and you, those, you, those are actually on sale. You see, yeah, the white Denise, uh, is it available? Uh, I, I actually had some a week or two ago, so that's why I, was, okay, I thought so, I still had some. But so they have some on the market. We have such a great price on it that I guess we sold them all. They have some on the market. I, I've, had, I've had it several times this year. Okay. Talk to you. We do have the white... Uh, Dwarf Ruelia, for some folks that have been looking for that, yeah. it's really 
unusual. It looks good. It's full of bloom. It's over there next to the pink and the and the blue. And uh, that's the first time I've ever seen it with as many blooms or more blooms than those two uh, yeah, the, color versions. Yeah, the white's a good bloomer, as I remember. But uh, in, the, in the past, white is not so well here. Hmm. But, uh, it's too plain, huh? Well, I, I don't know why. In San Antonio, uh, what, what Mr. Wester used to say, any color is okay as long as it's red, you know, as long as it's uh, not white. Even white, the poinsettias don't sell that well, right? In most parts of town. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, hey, listen, if you've been thinking about, uh, Jerry mentioned that the uh, Sinisa on sale. Uh, so through, tomorrow, that, through tomorrow. Yeah, go to MillburgerNursery.com, and you can see all the things that are on sale through tomorrow, including these uh, one-gallon perennials. So uh, if you've been putting it off, you can't put it off much longer. Uh, and then if you want information on the classes, on the gardening classes, yep. go to the, to, to the uh, Millburgers website. and uh, MillburgerNursery.com. MillburgerNursery.com. And Milton? Yes. You don't believe me, do you? I don't believe you. But check it out for yourself. Uh-huh. <laughs> All right. We're going to say goodbye for today. On behalf of the docs, we want to uh, thank uh, Barry and everybody back at the station for doing a great job getting us on the air. And, of course, thanks to you for listening. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.